G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. One of those virtues right at the heart of our Christian lives is gratitude. We're reminded to give thanks in all circumstances from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And if we're not good at it, we might be missing something very powerful. We're often quick to judge ingratitude in others, but slow to activate that same gratitude that marks us as recipients of God's wonderful grace. Well, our special guest today is former pastor and now Christian therapeutic life coach, Peter Sorkia, who leads Peter Empowering You. Peter, a special welcome back to 2020. Thank you for having me, Neil. Peter, the topic of gratitude, this is something that you've been thinking about pretty deeply since a pretty stressful Christmas and New Year season this past season. Yes, oh my goodness, all was happening, it all just uh, imploded. (laughs) We moved house on the 21st of December, what a great time to do that, (laughs) four days before Christmas, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've been building this house for a couple of years in the suburb that we were renting in, so we wanted to stop paying rent and get in, uh, but we still had and still have some things to do. So it was just busy. There were workmen still around as we are moving boxes and all that sort of thing. And my family were coming, so my son and his wife, his new wife, were coming from China. We hadn't seen them for years, so that was exciting. My daughter was coming with her family from Um, Alice Springs, so that was going to be exciting. So all this was happening around that time. But unfortunately, Neil, I had a fall. This is not a good time to do that. No, not at at Christmas and families arriving. Yes, and boxes being unpacked. And amongst all of that, there was a two-year-old. So two-year-olds want to get into boxes, sit in them, and then pack them up again. (laughs) So all this was happening, and I was in pain, and I was stressed, and I wasn't doing well. And I'm the life coach. (laughs) And all of that creates the recipe, doesn't it, for how you're going to approach these things. As a Christian, you might have a different idea than if you were leaving God out of the equation. Uh, So you've gone through a a little bit of lesson and uh, life therapy training on your own, going through your own experience. Well, I think that everything in my life, I try and find the God angle, Neil. I try and find out what is God doing in this, uh, what is he teaching me, why am I here, there must be a lesson in it. During all this I was in pain, so the painkillers were doing my head in, but I'm still calling out to God and trying to find something that I could get, some way I could get through. And I kept hearing the words thankfulness, gratitude, give thanks. I kept hearing it in my quiet time, in the middle of the night, and so I thought, okay, God, I'm hearing you. Let's let's go. Let's try and delve into what you are saying to me. So I looked at some science because I know there's science on gratitude and, of course, I went into his word. 
And through all of that, I found some really interesting things about what gratitude does scientifically. So it's, it's what it does in our body. And I also, for me, um, found a strategy to get through my predicament, painkillers, pain, awake in the early hours, all sorts of horrible things. So God came through for me, but I also found the science, which was exciting as well. We'll talk science and the scripture in just a few moments, but isn't it easy when we're in that stressful time, when we're experiencing even physical pain, the struggles, the worries, that in fact gives more room in so many for defeat than to a heart of thanks. So you've got Mm. a choice in those times, and most people, if they don't Mm. recognise the value of their gratitude, they're they're going to be erring on this other side, aren't they? Well, you're so right there. When we're stressed, when things are coming against us, we tend to lean that way on the worry, anxiety, what could, what would, what if, that way. And yes, there isn't any room for gratitude because that's a different mindset, isn't it? And that's such a good point, Neil, because what I found was uh, I did find a strategy and I was uh, listening and finding some beautiful worship music that said thanks to God. So I found, I just looked for anything and I put it in my playlist on my phone. And so when I was really struggling in the early hours, I would get up and I would play this music. I would sort of sway a bit, trying not to fall over, balancing on the couch. I was out, out of the bedroom so that I didn't fall again, but just... What I found was this, this worship music and particularly songs that use the word of God was filling up the ruminating places. So there's no room in the brain for ruminating when you're worshipping God. I found there was a stark contrast between the two things. One could not exist with the other. And that was pretty exciting. When you're worshipping, when you're saying thank you God, you haven't got any room in your brain for ruminating and worry and stress. A lot of that worship music we might listen to does have this theme of gratitude. It's sort of a part of what you do when you're a Christian, and worship music certainly is filled with that. But you've found that even just turning on the music displaces all of the negativity and actually takes your mind off the stress and the pain. It did. It just filled my mind with thankfulness and worship and who God is. But it was particularly the word saying, thank you, God, for, um, I worship you for, um, you are wonderful because. So it was a, a cross between worship and thanks to God, and there was just no room left. There was no room left. So it was um, a beautiful experience, and it got me through, and I have started, and I started to sleep much better because I knew if I woke up, I was just going to be praising the Lord. So I'd finish a little session with the Lord and then go straight back to sleep. It was marvellous. Someone's going to say, well, as a Christian, of course, that's what I do. But you've gone to some science foundation as well. And uh, I imagine there there's something that uh, is in common with what modern science finds about the sorts of ways that you might address these things. And it could be around this issue of attitude. What does science say about these? Okay, well... There's ways to strategize to bring gratitude into your life. That's one thing, which I'll go into shortly. But once we are in the place of gratitude, it produces hope and optimism and even can help people with depression and anxiety, 
and perhaps even people who are suicidal. And studies have shown that this is, uh, has longevity with all age brackets. So not just older people or middle-aged or kids, across all age brackets, if people are actively seeking to be grateful, then it has these long-term benefits. It's quite phenomenal what is happening to our body. And that is that when we are grateful, when we are uh, saying thank you, whether it be to a person or to God, it's releasing in our brain different hormones. And these are the hormones that are released and what these hormones do. So it releases dopamine and dopamine is the pleasure hormone. So we feel pleasure. It releases oxytocin, which is the bonding hormone. So we feel like we're bonding with the person we're saying thank you to. And particularly if that's God, that's a fantastic thing. If it's a person, incidentally, it bonds you with that person. So that's a good strategy. Uh, if it's uh, oh, then another hormone, beg your pardon, another hormone is endorphins and they bring relaxation and drum roll, pain relief. So that was good for me. I needed some of that rather than painkillers. And then serotonin is another one and that is mood enhancing. So there's four hormones or groups of hormones being produced when we are being grateful, when we are activating gratitude in our lives, which is physically changing our body, our well-being, our health, and our long-term physical well-being so, and mental well-being. So it's quite phenomenal, the studies that is showing that gratitude is something we should be doing. And particularly as Christians, goodness, we've got so much to be grateful for if we start to, to look and see around us the things that are in our world that we can say, thank you, God, for that. Thank you, God. Even when things aren't going well. Peter, the trouble is when we're in that time of misery, uh, you're under the stress, you're in the pain, you're weary, you're struggling. In those times, we think God is distanced from us, distanced from our own personal circumstances. So uh, get a little practical here for a moment, because when you're in that miserable place, what are you going to do to trigger uh, some good things that'll happen around gratitude. Yes, good point. So when you're in that place, what do you do? So I say to people, get a strategy. <laughs> find a strategy. I had to find a strategy, and mine was the music and the early hours and a bit of gentle undulating and movement. But one of the uh, research strategies that works for us as Christians is journaling. So journaling is a great thing to start to write out what you are grateful for. And as you write out that, that list or that letter, you might write a letter to God or a letter to a person that you may or may not send. But as you journal this, that gets some of that out and onto paper. So you've got a few senses happening here, haven't you? You've got your visual, you've got your physical, you've got your thoughts, um, touch, so you've got some things that are reinforcing the fact that you are writing it out, you are getting it out, and if you're writing it out, writing it to God, then this is this bonding one. You actually can feel that, that something is changing. So journaling is just one strategy to begin if um, people are interested to do that. Um, you might just start a list. You might not want to journal. You might just start a list on your phone and just put one thing a day that you can... Put on your list, this is what I'm grateful for. Um, 
you might begin to write some cards to people that you would like to say thank you to. And again, whether or not you you send them is, a, is another matter. But just that act of saying thank you to a person is going to bond you with them. I did this years ago and I didn't know that I was doing this because I was now I've done the science, but at the time I didn't know. My mother and I have always been in some areas not always getting along, but I've worked on that and as a Christian and she's still yet to say yes to the Lord. Um, but some years ago I just decided as God led me to do this to thank her for the way that she encouraged me when I was growing up and allowed me to study what I wanted to and supported me and all the things that she had done that I could think of that were positive. Forget about things that she perhaps couldn't do well because of her upbringing and I put those aside and forgave but the things that she had done well so I put all those down and then I made this poster and I went one evening over to my mother's with the whole family and made a presentation of this poster to my mother in front of the family and I've got to say that things turned around from that point in our relationship so when I look back on that this bonding, those hormones that were being produced, oxytocin, it has an impact on not just yourself, but on the other person that you are thanking. So that's another strategy. Send a thank you card, write one. Whether you give it or not, another matter, but you, you can get it out of your system. <laughs> Wonderful insights, Peter. And music, journaling, doing thank you cards. It's our gratitude to God and uh, as you say there's a horizontal aspect too a gratitude to those who are influences in our own lives and that could no doubt uh, be a part of our marriages and as you say more broadly across your entire family just reminded of a scripture that the apostle Paul wrote to the Colossians let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness. Colossians oh, chapter beautiful. 2, verse 7. Hey, Peter, we'll talk another day about gratitude as well, but former pastor and now Christian therapeutic life coach Peter Sorkia, who leads Peter Empowering You, Peter's website is peterempoweringyou.com and there are some blogs there you can check out. There's also a course you could look at, Unstuck and Empowered, a course you can find on Peter's website. Also, Peter's books, Unfrazzle and Redazzle, Finding Real Peace, God's Peace, and another book called Inquisitive, a reflective journal finding meaning in the middle of your mess. peterempoweringyou.com. Peter Sorkia, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. My pleasure, Neil. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.